0: Welcome to Alternative Dog Moms Podcast. I'm Kimberly Gauthier, the creator of Keep the Tail Wagging. For the past nine years, I've been blogging about raw feeding, pet wellness, and life as a crazy dog mom. I've seen massive improvements in my dog's health since I started raising my dogs naturally, and I'm passionate about sharing my experience to help other pet parents.
1: I'm Erin Scott. For the past nine years, I've been researching and learning everything I can about healing cancer, allergies, autoimmune, and mystery illnesses in both my dogs and myself, and I can't wait to share with you everything I've learned on this journey. As the Alternative Dog Moms, we're bringing you all the latest dog health news that we're following and sharing the tips, tricks, and resources we learn along the way. Now, let's get started.
0: Hello! Kimberly, hello, Erin. How are you? I'm good. I'm glad to see you. I know. I'm glad to see you too. Wow. So how is Apollo? He's doing really well. He's actually gotten over his phobia of gravel, oh, so okay. his paws are feeling better, and so he's um, there. Were, yesterday, I was sort of walking with him on the gravel as he's walking very gently, and that he would just stop and sit down. And it's not like I can, he's 80 pounds. I can't pick him up and make him go do things. So I'm just sort of, and I don't like to drag him with his collar. So I just hold on to his collar and just sort of like baby him. And it's like, let's walk and, and walk with him. And then um, once he gets into the grass, he sits down, like, I mean, and the path is five, six feet, maybe eight feet. And um, so it's, it's, it's an, it's not a it's basically five seconds to get down this path for him, but at first it was scary because I thought something was wrong with his back legs, and I'm just sitting here looking at him like, I I I need to not have a sick dog for about five years. I'm you know after Sydney and then Scout, I don't need it. I have a a geriatric in the house. I just I can't. I don't have the bandwidth for a sick dog. So I was just looking at him like, dude. I'm going to sprinkle essential oils on your butt and, and and do a dance at midnight because I just can't deal with going to a vet right now. But um I just paid attention and it just I knew that I knew that we had it had to do with the walk, but I knew he wasn't overwalked and I knew it wasn't too hot. And um, because we picked a walk, it was about 75 degrees. And we picked a walk with a breeze too. And we picked a walk where there was sunshine, but then there was shade. And during the shade, we would stop, pull out the dish and and we would water up and just hang out, let the dog sniff around for a bit. And then we'd walk again. So it was just to us, we were just doing a sniff walk with the dogs and it was fine. But when I thought, when I realized later on that he was being really ginger on the gravel, I was like, realize that most of the walk was on gravel. Mm. And there was grass, but it was dead grass. And I wonder if just the prickliness of the dead grass didn't feel good. So he was walking on the gravel instead, because I kept trying to get him to come into the grass.
1: Yeah. And he
0: kept going back to the gravel.
1: Yeah. So
0: it was just sort of like, you know, neither was ideal for him. And when I, (laughs) I was so shocked because I'm like, gosh, how could this be? But, you know, we have grass, and even though it does, it's starting to die right now, it's never um, super uncomfortable. And he walks on a the Centennial Trail, which is just concrete. And so his paws, they're not roughed up. Mm-hmm. He's not a city dog. He's a country <laughs> soft dog. So um, so his little paws are sensitive. So yeah, Arnica three times a day, CBD dog health, because I I go back and forth between CBD Dog Health and Earth Buddy. Earth Buddy is my daily CBD oil. CBD Dog Health is my emergency CBD oil because it's more expensive. Not much more expensive, but it is more expensive. And to me, it was the CBD oil that helped scout. So, because of that, to me, it's just like it has superpowers. So, he was on that three times a day. And I think that that just turned him around. So that was yesterday, today's Tuesday. So yesterday, he didn't go with his dog, Walker, and he just basically slept most of the day. Um, and every now and then came up to be cuddly with me because no. he gets that way. And today, I'm still doing the CBD oil, but just twice a day and no Arnica because he's not in pain. He doesn't. His paws don't seem to be bothering him anymore. He's running in and out.
1: Were you using the Arnica, like
0: the pellets or like a topical thing? The tablets. Okay. Yeah. I I get the tablets and I just put them in in grass-fed butter. and give it to them as a treat. I know that there's the little... I do have the Arnica... Actually, remember when we interviewed someone about homeopathy? Yeah, Andrea I ordered this right after and I haven't opened it up yet. And so I could have used this, but... um, I didn't want to, and for people listening, that's the sound of me opening a box for the very first time. But yeah, I haven't opened it yet, but it is a a homeopathy for pets, 24 remedies. And I wanted to just take some time to learn about everything that's in here because I was going to write an article about it. And Arnica is one, and it's the little pellets that go underneath the lip. And I wasn't sure if he would like try to spit them out or... Yeah. Nina was never cooperative with that. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I used to give them to Sydney and she was really easy. And so. I use topical Arnica for myself all the time.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Does it work? Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. Sometimes I'll use it before I go to the chiropractor. So that way, if she does like an adjustment on my ribs, like I'm not
0: (laughs) feeling it as intensely. (laughs) I'll have to look for that because... Yeah, I mean, he did really good, and then I would massage the CBD dog health salve, a um, nourish, onto his paws. He would promptly lick it off, but then I was <laughs> yeah. just like, I figure for the second that it was on there, it did something. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, he's doing really good. Thanks for asking. How's Nino? Mm-hmm. He oh, he's
1: doing pretty good. He's had a good uh, a good couple weeks. You know, it was interesting going through Fourth of July with him because. Uh, you know obviously this is the first time we've had just him and no penny and he was pretty non concerned about it mm-hmm. um i had given him there's uh herb smith makes a chew called july 3rd that has some calming properties in it and i had mm-hmm. given that to him for a couple days but i i think he, I actually did not give them to him on the fourth. I think I had done it like the first and the second or, and the third. And then by the fourth, he was just kind of like, oh, whatever. And so we've actually had some storms roll through here at night. And he he actually gets more concerned about like the thunderstorm coming through than he did about the fireworks. So, I, you know, Penny was so over the top reactive that, you know, it was like, wow, what a difference it
0: makes. You know, yeah. it's just him. Yeah. Our, everyone, my dogs were sleeping. Yeah. It was just, I didn't even get a chance to do the boom. boom. <laughs> they were sleeping. I did CBD oil three times. I mean, I drug, drug out the CBD dog health for that day too. Um, Even though they have the calm, my favorite is ease. I think ease is great for everything because that's the one that's for great for anti-inflammatory, great for allergies. And so I use it for everything. And I did that same thing three times a day for um all the dogs the only dog that seemed to be remotely bothered i mean sometimes they'd be concerned the one that i was worried about was rodrigo he was asleep um (laughs) was zoe zoe was looking at me like i don't know what's going but this is this is concerning to me but then she'd fall she'd like look at me and i would just not i'd be like hey we'll get through it and then she'd go back to sleep but yeah they were asleep by before 10 o'clock oh good good they did good And then what's funny is that they practice, I call it practicing fireworks for like several weeks before the 4th of July. And then there's like the day after the 4th of July, I think it was every night there was like a little bit here, a little bit there, but it was always, you know, they used all their good ones on the 4th. Yeah. So it was always there like little crack, 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 crack. And then that was it, and I'm like, "Oh, that's all you got," <laughs> you know. And amazingly, this year, um, either no one did fireworks on the Centennial Trail, or they cleaned up after themselves. This year, mm. last year there was a huge mess, so so that was nice. Welcome to the Alchemy of Natural Healing. I'm your host, Laurel Dewey.
1: That's good. I hope everybody had an easy 4th of July as we did. <laughs>
0: I know. I know. I feel so bad for people because it's, you know, I get it because Rodrigo used to, oh, it was a mess. But yeah, I didn't have to drug anyone. I just, it was super smooth sailing. And, and, it, and it wasn't, it was bad, but it wasn't as bad as it could have been. Like if yeah. fireworks were legal, it would, and if we weren't surrounded by dogs, cause you know, our, Two of our closest neighbors have dogs. So um, the fact that they have dogs, I think, and they don't have kids, you know, we just don't. We didn't have to deal with fireworks. So that My was, favorite like, kind of few <laughs> I know. That's, that's who I want. Next time I, if I find myself buying a house, I just, that's going to be one of the requirements is like, I need to live in a neighborhood with no children. Because <laughs> no children means no fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> So it looks like you've started in on the Feed Real professional course. I have. I finished two segments. I'm trying to do a segment either not so much every night, but at least every other night because I have other chores to do because I'm also doing a 20 step a day challenge. Twenty thousand step, yeah. Ooh, that was yeah. Did yeah. I say twenty steps a day? Yeah. <laughs> I just get up, walk across the room, get back, and I'm like, I win! <laughs> Yay me! Yeah, twenty thousand steps a day, and it was funny. I went to grab lunch today, and I was treating myself to this yummy baked potato. I looked online, see how many calories in this baked potato, and it's like, great, it's perfect. It'll be actually, it'll be like my meal. Because I had a, a light breakfast, but it's, no, I don't even think I had a breakfast. That was basically going to be my meal for the day. Maybe in a couple hours, I'll have a little salad, but it would be perfect and right in my calories. And so far I have 14,000 steps today, 14,200. Wow! Um, but when I was there, I was like, how long will this take? Because I was, I was telling them about my 20,000 steps because I was just so happy about it. <laughs> and I lost two pounds. You know, In five days, I lost two pounds. I'm like, yes, it's Yay. working. And, um, the lady was just like, we were talking about, she's like, oh, this is so great. And what shoes are you wearing? And we're just talking and, and I was like, well, how long it's going to take? And everyone is listening to this conversation. It's a small space. And they're like, you know, five to, you know, five to eight minutes. And I'm like, Cool do you mind if I just, I got to get my steps in? And they're like, no problem. If you walk around that hotel over there, it's a quarter mile for every lap. And I'm like, cool. So I did two laps. Oh, wow. I I don't think it was a quarter mile, but I got like probably over 500 steps by doing that. And I came back and everyone was like, Yay, how'd you do? And It was was awesome. (laughs) But yeah, so there's that. And then there's, um, I wish that I could take the course. Like I wish it were audible, Mm. And I can walk down the trail listening to it. Oh my gosh, that would be so nice. But um, no, I have to sit patiently and read. And But it's still really cool because I basically take notes for social media as I'm taking it. Because I'm like, oh my God, that's such a great point. And oh, yeah, I never really thought about that. Oh, I should share something like that. And it's it's a lot of fun. And it's one of those things where I don't think people really need to know you know, about how like different vitamins interact with each other. I think it's important to know that vitamin D and calcium have a relationship and that calcium and phosphorus have a relationship. I think those things are important. So they understand that when you decide that, well, I'm afraid to feed my dog bone, so I'm just not going to do it. You understand that, hey, there's like, it's not just the bone, there's all kinds of things that you are depriving your dog of by making that choice. But on the flip side, I don't think not everyone needs to take this course. I think their initial course, their basic course, their dog food nutrition course is perfectly great for most people. But I think anyone who either is like you and I, who we're just just love to learn or anyone who is interested in advising other people, it would behoove them to, to take this course or anyone who works at a pet store, a vet clinic, um, a grooming salon, or, you know, just works in, in any type of, with any pets in any type of capacity, I think it would help them and serve their business well. But what's interesting is that in a discussion on my Facebook page, I can't remember who it was. I want to say her name was Janet, but um, she brought up some really great points because she asked the question, Is anyone, what's the word, like not licensed, insured? Is anyone insured? If you're offering advice to people, are you insured in case something happens, you're covered? And I didn't notice anyone get back to her on that. I mean, I'm not, but I'm also not planning to start offering consultation services. Right. But she works in the medical field. And so that was kind of where her point was, was that, you know, if something goes wrong, Are you covered or can someone come after you? Could you possibly get in trouble for practicing medicine without a license? Because, although when we talk about offering meal formulation services, I wouldn't consider that practicing medicine without a license. However, nutrition is, you know, if it's not medicine, it's medicine adjacent. So, someone could make the argument that that's the case. And it it was just a really interesting point that she made. I'm trying to, I was trying to find. Who it was. I want to say that her name was Janet, but I just thought it was a really good point. Yeah, Jeanette. I'm not Janet, Jeanette. But I thought it was a really interesting point. And another thing that she said in a separate discussion was about um all of these courses. Like all these people are coming out with these courses and people are taking them and then calling themselves a certified nutritionist when technically they're not. Actually, that was part of this discussion too. And I thought that that was an interesting point because she was like, how do you know if a course is legit? And I said, well, one thing that I love about the Feed Real course is the fact that it's approved for continuing education credits. For veterinarians. (laughs) For veterinarians, yes. And she said that that's great. However, there are plenty of those type of courses that are really terrible. And so that's it's not enough for us to assume that just because something got approved that it's worth our time or that it's going to give us the information that we need. And that reminded me of a, you know, a couple episodes ago when we talked about that website that listed yeah. all the courses. And it was just sort of like some of those on there were kind of sus where <laughs> it's like, you know, Hills, I don't really want to learn nutrition from you. But thanks. But so far, it's fun. That's good. And you
1: got a really cool uh, thing from Real Dog Box for their 100th box.
0: Oh, I know. I haven't received it yet. <laughs> but yeah, I'm a, I totally forgot. <laughs> this is how lame I am. I have so much on my plate right now. I totally forgot. Yeah, I won the $500 bo- mystery box. Yeah, yeah. I am so excited, too, because I have no idea what's in there. And, um, I think it's going to be everything. <laughs> <laughs> and I, um, since I haven't shopped in the secret shop in a while, I've kind of lost my touch. <laughs> and I haven't. So the last couple of times, like I went to go buy a mystery box and I was going to get a $75 one. And I thought something was wrong with the website because I was like, it just kept kicking me out and kicking me here. Yeah, me too. Nothing yeah. was working. And then someone was i put i commented I was like something happened to mine it just kicked me over to this other place so i was going to order something from the secret shop but then this kicked me here and and i was doing it on my phone yeah me too so i was like i don't know what happened and they were like someone probably got the box and i was just like that's right <laughs> things go quickly yeah like i was
1: um it was my the day of my mom's birthday and we were like on our way to you know we're in in maryland everybody does steamed crabs at the old bay so i we were on our way to steam crabs for my mom's birthday and i'm like in the car trying to do it on my <laughs> phone and i'm like oh i guess i just wasn't fast enough to get any
0: of them you know yeah and I was being silly because I I wanted to pick a number that meant something. I was like, okay, well, I was born in seventy one, so seventy one. Oh, there's no seventy one. Well, my birthday is five two 52 Oh, there's no fifty two. Well, I am fifty two. So, I'll, you know, and I, I was doing all these things. Well, how about twenty five? The reverse or. And so I shouldn't have wasted time doing that.
1: <laughs> just
0: FYI, anyone, if this comes up again on their two hundred box, no, just just grab it. Just grab it.
1: I did get some of the things from the secret shop. Like we got a bag of 100 beef meatballs for the 100th box. Nice. And we got, oh my gosh, well, in light of all of our conversations with Dr. Lonsdale, you know, I've gotten a ton of like, Rabbit feet and the rabbit pelt fur bits and things like that because we've been trying to add more of that stuff into Nina's diet and oh one of our big things I don't I don't think uh, I've seen you since then is I had placed like a big order from BJ's Raw and got you know like a bunch of raw meaty bones and Nino, you know, not a fan of chicken backs. <laughs> what did he think? What did he do with them? He just was like sniffing him like okay i don't know what this is but i'm not eating it uh and he would kind of like lick it like eh. and then i was realizing you know he's probably really never had chicken because i don't buy it as a protein because penny was always and you know and you just never know so i just always kind of avoided ch- i'm like i don't honestly know if you've ever had chicken before <laughs> but he loves turkey necks and beef ribs he was also not thrilled about the sardines. He's been like hit and miss. We have to cut them open. We can't just give it to Like he'll eat the ones out of like a can that you get in the grocery store. Mm-hmm. But like when you get like the whole frozen like ones. Yeah. Like he you have to like cut them up into pieces for him to eat them. He won't just like eat them whole or.
0: Well, don't give up because I. Oh, wow, this is a that was a sad day for me. I ordered a. 50 pound case of frozen sardines this is years ago and bought them out and my dogs were like i what is happening here <laughs> no one would eat them so i went to the store and bought fish tools like to descale and mm. and a paring knife and and all of that stuff and i basically was descaling the fish in the sink and Cutting them open and doing all this stuff, and then I cooked them, and then they ate them. And after all of that, I was just like, "There's no way I'm doing this for fifty every times. time." <laughs> so I put a, a post in our co-op group and was just like, "My dogs don't like the fish. And, you know, can someone get them?" And and I think that what I did was I ended up selling half of the case to a friend of mine. And I kept the other calf in the freezer, but then I tried again. I was like, you know what? I'm going to grind them. And so I set up my grinder outside and started grinding them. And Rigo came out and was like, what are you doing? And so I was just like, yeah, look at Rigo. Here's a fish. And he took it from me and went into the yard. And I sat there watching. And I was like, not probably a quarter way through with the grinding. And he ate the fish and then came back for another one. So I brought the other dogs out and they were like, oh, what's this? And it's like, wait a minute, <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, you guys weren't even interested in this. And so they, they changed their mind.
1: Yeah. I, I'm going to try again. Nino also does not like eating outside. Um, yeah. like I, if, if we just like hide treats or something in the yard, he likes that. But like, because we were doing some like raw meaty bone kind of stuff, I was just kind of doing it in the yard. Cause I didn't want to have to clean it up in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of like, uh. Jesus. my bowl is outside I, I don't I don't understand um <laughs> you know waiter there's been some mistake you know we are too close to the kitchen <laughs> <laughs> and so I had to like bring it back inside and put towels down and like it, it's just it's been a whole thing with him so it has not been as as easy as I had hoped all the way around, but it's it's definitely
0: been an experiment. makes <laughs> me happy because I actually experienced all of that, but it was just years and years ago. <laughs> and like I experienced things of them putting something and they would go and take it out of their bowl and go and jump on the sofa with yeah. it and sort of lick it. That um, would be his dream and I won't let him do that. You can't do that. And so I'm sitting there with the dog and they're holding something in their mouth and I'm like, Body blocking. i like, no, tangible. And and now today, like everyone has their own spot in the yard that they like to go out in the yard and um, eat their treats. And and uh, yeah, we don't have a problem. We tried pork feet this morning. Oh, and I am not a fan. I, <laughs> I am not a fan. The bones were just way too hard, and it was really. It took them a long time to chew through them. And maybe if we were just having them as a raw meaty bone session outside, it wouldn't be a big deal. But during a meal, I was just like so nervous Mm. because I was just like, is this going to be okay? Are you guys all right? And I mean, they did fine. They ate them just fine, but I don't, I don't know if I will get them again. I'll stick with the, you know, the duck necks and the duck frames. Another thing is I finally, I took some time off and I finally went to a local restaurant supply store, and I found green lip mussels, blue lip mussels, Cornish game hens. Oh, which I, it was so funny because. So I posted. um What else did I? Oh, whole ducks. Uh, they had a lot. They have lamb. I didn't get the lamb because it's summertime and that's a hot protein. But they had a lot of great stuff at great prices. And wow. And I what I liked about it was. Although it wasn't as cheap as through the co-op, instead of buying a case of something, I can buy one or two and see if my dog likes it Mm. and then come back and buy a case through the co-op. I can also buy a case at the restaurant supply store if I wanted to. So that was nice. But what was funny is I posted about it and Dr. Lori Kozier sent me a message saying, you do know those Cornish game hens are just, you know, like roasting chickens or something like like, <laughs> or something like that. I can't remember what exactly she said. And I was just like, yeah, I know. But it's still like it's something that my dogs have never had before. So I was just excited to find something different to be able to feed them. And again, going back to Tom Lonsdale, ever since we spoke to him, I'm like on this raw, meaty bone train. Yeah. And so I was like, this would be cool. I can just chop them up and that can be their raw, meaty bone. And she was just like, "Okay, I just want to let you know because you're probably going to get a bunch of comments from people because I posted something about Cornish game hens, and I just got it was just ridiculous." I and I'm just like, "Really?" And I I'm just like, "Okay, well, you know, thanks for the heads up." And I think 24 hours later, I sent her a screen capture of a comment. (laughs) Um, you do realize that those are just, you know, that they are not a novel protein. And I'm like, I didn't say that they were a novel protein. I said that it was a new protein for for my dogs. It's totally different. But yeah, I sent that to to, um, Dr. Hozier and she just cracked up, but I just, I love how, um, I mean, I, I think that people do this because they want to be helpful and they're sharing information, but I just think it's it's so funny because it's just sort of like, just let me be excited that I found these things for three dollars and nineteen cents a pound. It's like I'm really happy. It's okay that it's not something special to me. It's great because it's something that I can feed to my dogs and I can go and I know where to pick it up for a good price. So just let me have that, please.
1: The phrase I keep hearing everywhere is, don't yuck my yum.
0: Yeah, (laughs) exactly. So it felt. I was just like, come on, just let me have my moment. But yeah, it was just, I got, I spent, I think $130 and I got so much stuff from there. It was just, it was astounding. And then I went to different, like an outlet store to price compare. And um, like the Cornish game hen were more expensive, like by... I think 75, maybe 70 cents a pound more expensive there. And and I would wait because I'd be like, hey, there's no price. Can you give me a price on this? Do you know how much this is? Oh, no, I got all the time in the world. And then I would stand there like I and put it in my cart like I was going to buy it until they walked away and then slowly put it back like this. Because <laughs> 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 I'm convinced that people do watch. And they're like, she made me go and search for a price. And now she's just walking away. <laughs> they probably don't care but i'm like all concerned
1: i just can't ever think of cornish game hens without thinking of my husband because for probably the first like 15 years we were together that was always his request for his birthday so i had got used to making like you know i'd like stuff a lemon in there and like make like roast cornish game hen uh Mm -hmm. lemon and butter and all that but i think now we end up going out or to eat or something for his birthday. but I mean for years and I'm not like a big cook so this was always like a big deal to me that I would have to like figure this out and that sounds things.
0: fancy to me I'm like really, I'm sitting here impressed like I didn't know this about you <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: like wow uh, yeah that's like the one thing I can cook like that and like fried egg sandwiches <laughs> so it's prime day today when we're recording did you
0: get anything yet no, but I did cause trouble. Um, oh, <laughs> yes, I know. I was going up and down, and there is a lot of stuff that's um good prices. But I, in my mind, I I think of first of all, do I really need this? And is this the same price as going to be at Christmas? So there are a few things that were like, I'm going to wait for Christmas. And if, if at Christmas time, like Black Friday weekend, if I still have a need for this, then I'll buy it then. But one thing that I saw was UMove joint supplement was on prime mm. sale. Oh, I, I didn't I'm see those. so excited because YouMove is what works for, for Rodrigo. And I have plenty on hand. So if I don't buy it over the next couple of days, it's not going to be the end of the world. But my issue was that the packaging on the thing was different. Not a problem. I know that they have a UMove US and a UMove UK. So I wasn't worried about that what I was worried about were the ingredients. And when you look on the listing, the ingredients aren't anywhere except for in the question and answer section. And yes, you can go to the website. But my thing was that I wanted to make sure that this was specifically the one that I'm giving my dog, because I know the one I'm giving my dog works. So people in the, in the question and answer, are, hey, like, hey, what are the ingredients? What are the ingredients? And so two or three times, I saw that question. And the person that's responsible for that page responded with a copy and paste list of ingredients and several of the ingredients on the you move that I have are missing from their ingredients list and some of the numbers are different and it's significant enough for me to be like okay no yeah and there are you move does have a couple of different formulas right yes so it's possible this could be a different one. Yeah. Exactly. They have regular, they have extra. And, and so this one was the senior formula. And I'm comparing it to what I have for the senior formula. And it just wasn't the same. So I did call and leave them a message just to say, hey, because I, I know that they're getting tons of calls because everyone's like, why is it different? But um, my thing is that yeah, I'm not worried about the packaging. Packaging looks change all the time. But it's the the list that the person from you move is sharing with people does not match. So either they did a formulation change or maybe this is a different um, maybe what I have is different than what's on sale. I just want to confirm that I'm not getting something that I don't want like a fraudulent product or something. Yeah, and so apparently it's not fraudulent, but it's not clear. Uh if it's actually the same thing. And so I left a message. Hopefully they'll call me tomorrow. And if it turns out it's great and they still have some left, I'll order it. <laughs> but if not, I'll wait till Black Friday.
1: So what's the meat grinder that you have or that I should look for? Is there one on
0: Amazon? I nope. like you were just talking about that. Mine no? mine is I got mine from Cabela's. Oh, okay. But the ones that might be on Amazon, I think the brand is called Weston. Okay. And that is a really good brand. I have a friend that has that one. And the reason why I didn't get mine off, I got one off of Amazon, but it was a cheap, crappy one when I first started Feeding Raw. I do not discuss that, that grinder with people anymore because <laughs> I just it's cruel and mean for me to recommend it. <laughs> I don't know if Tim would let me have another um, kitchen item. You need to... To score an area of the garage that's all your own, so you can just—we do don't it.
1: have a garage. That's like you
0: East Coast people.
1: I know. I'm so limited in the space I have to work with. Like my friend has this very nice house, and she has like a butler's kitchen. And I said to Tim, like, "Oh my god, that would make the perfect dog kitchen." He's <laughs> crazy.
0: Yeah. So, prime day deal. I see. See, I don't know what these brands are. Um, like Chefano, Chefano. I don't know. I've never heard of that brand before. There's a KitchenAid meat grinder attachment, but um, yeah, I don't. Yeah, so I don't recognize these these brands. So I'm guessing that. I mean, it's not to say that they're bad. I just don't recognize them. They all have good stars though. If you're interested in one of them, go to the comments and then you know bef- at the bottom of the comments it says like see more comments or see all comments. And from there you can search comments and I always search for dog. Oh, good. That's and a great tip. to find the raw feeder comments to find out if it grinds bones because when you buy a grinder, usually I, I'm I'm going to just say this and I don't know this for a fact. But I gather that 99.9% of me grinders out there have in their, um, I want to call it the terms of service, but that's not, what it is but the warranty mm-hmm. that um, it, if you grind bones, you void the warranty, but I I don't really care. I'm not going to send it back. And I've been fortunate enough, except for my very first grinder to get grinders that um, like the Cabela's grinder is so excellent. And I'm on my second one now, but I've I had one for I think four years and now I've had this one for a couple of years and this one will last even longer because the first one I was using almost on a weekly basis this one I use probably every couple months but it's it handles you know chicken bones I don't I've never ground turkey in it before because I don't um I don't feed turkey that often but chicken rabbit and duck bones it does grate on, but I would never grind lamb, you know, pork or beef bones in my grinder. Cause I consider those to be way too hard for what the grinder can do, but I do grind meat. So I've done venison, I've done beef, I've, I've done lamb, I've done all the different types of meat. And it, you know, if you get a good grinder, oh my gosh, it saves so much time. I, I remember when I first got like a good grinder, Something that would take me eight hours to do, it took like a couple of hours. And I was just like, what? What? I mean, because I had to keep on because it would get jammed up and you'd have to take it apart, get all the meat out and then start all over again. Back of that. I mean, it was just so frustrating. And by the time I was done, I would literally just be just absolutely zonked. <laughs> and and have to didn't come back the next day and actually do the mixing and of everything, but the but now with this one, oh, it's it's like butter. I love it.
1: <laughs> I was, you know, I I hadn't really thought of it, but you had mentioned about the fish and the sardines, and I was like, oh, maybe that's how mm-hmm. I can get me there to eat these.
0: Yeah, I've I've done it because well, with sardines. I used to grind them because, but you have to do it outside because it smells awful. Yeah. That's what I'm imagining. But uh, I actually now just chop them up. I still like to do that outside too, because the scales will start spreading and it just drives me crazy because weeks later, you know, it's it's, um, transparent, but you'll see the scale somewhere. Mm -hmm. Like, God, how did you get over here? So I just set up a towel and a table outside with a cutting board and just, and it's super easy. And I just go through, I I don't know. I think I had about 25, 30 pounds of sardines and I just take basically line up three of them with my meat cleaver and just chop, chop, chop. And I just chop them up into about one inch sections. Do you do it frozen or thawed or like semi thawed? I like to do it semi thawed. I don't like to chop things up frozen only because things start flying places. Yeah, that's
1: what I was picturing. But,
0: but And when it's thawed all the way, unless I'm going to feed it right away, it's pretty messy. It, or it can be messy.
1: Yeah. They, like these are all the things I've been trying to like navigate with
0: all this. It's good questions to have because I didn't have those questions. And I was just, I, you know, there's lots of trial and error when it's, <laughs> when it's completely thawed. And also over time, if you're doing tons of it, which I usually am, um, you just start getting sloppy and lazy, <laughs> and so yeah, doing stuff even grinding semi-thawed it grinds through a lot easier, and it doesn't um get jammed up when it's semi semi frozen.
1: Oh, so we also got a big thing from BJ's of the chicken feet. So he does like the chicken feet, and I got a couple of their you know, meal blends also. So I got like some of the rabbit and salmon blend and then mm-hmm. some of the turkey mix. And so I've been mixing some of these and, you know, he's been getting some of these too. So we're mixing up our proteins and our brands and, you know, doing some of that stuff too.
0: I know. It's just like, it's so crazy because, gosh, I get, I, I don't know. I have so much fun um, just making my diet. It's funny because I saw something where Instagram where someone was like, I give up on DIY. It's like, I know it's more affordable. I know it's cheaper. I know it's fun to do, but I just don't have the time. And I was like, I totally get it. But when you have all the tools and you have the space, it's really a breeze. But that's the trick is like, if you don't have the tools and if you don't have the space, if I had to chop up everything, that would be a pain in the neck. I also, over the years, as more and more of our like sources, really started to tailor things to raw feeders. You know, we went from having things come whole to like where first it was, you know, you got whole and ground, but then the whole stuff started dwindling to the point where it's now almost, you know, 100% ground items. I mean, pretty much everything I I buy is already ground, which is yeah. why I rarely use my meat grinder. Yeah, so, And I don't grind like, you know, the duck necks, I I feed those whole, except for to Zoe, who will try to swallow them whole and then promptly vomit them up on the floor. Oh, with Nino, I hold on to
1: it and you know let him like eat it, but I keep holding it because he does. He'll he has yeah. a penchant for doing that.
0: So we didn't used to do that. She just started doing that, and because I just started feeding duck again. Thank you, Doctor Lomsdale. And so now I have to chop hers up into pieces but this is a thing I there's a local um, ethnic march Asian market that they chop up chicken and these nice little squares and I love it so much and I want to do that too and so I want to get some chicken I'm gonna I've been practicing on the Cornish game hens <laughs> and I don't have it well but I do I'm really good at um, butchering a game hen oh my god I'm awesome at it and I know how to, to do it. I watched a couple of videos on YouTube to help. So I do have that, but I don't, I'm not able to chop it up into cute little squares like um, the people at the Asian market do. But sometimes if they have them, I'll buy all of them. I'm, I'm wondering what they think I'm doing. So I'll go in there and because they don't have many, they'll have like three packets of them. and I'll be like, okay, I'll take all these. And just.
1: So, you know, there's a big uh, Asian market near my office and I have never been in there primarily because the parking lot just looks like a pain in the butt to get in and out of. And like, I judge places about, about that. But <laughs> I'm going to have to go in there one day and check out what they have.
0: Yeah. It's actually pretty fun. The first time I went to an Asian market, um, it was really disappointing because I guess I got into my mind because so many people were like, Oh yeah, you can find all these things in an Asian market that I was kind of walking into a raw theater grocery store right, right. <laughs> <owned> by Asians. <laughs> and so I was expecting, and so it was like all these things. And then I, so I was just like, oh, well, this isn't what I thought. And then I got completely distracted because I was like, oh, I know what that is. And, oh, I want some of that. And and then I had to get myself back online because I, fi- I like started filling my cart with things that I did not need. I just want it. And so when I got to the meat section, then I was just like, oh, this is what everyone's talking about. But again, I was a new raw um, – I wasn't a new raw feeder, but I didn't do a whole lot of DIY. So I was still afraid of things like beef tug and and things like – it was like, ew, I don't – and I was still afraid of bones and stuff. So although I I fed a lot of ground raw and I did the 80-10-10 with the base mix, um, I didn't – this was like back in the honest kitchen times when I used to buy their stuff by the case. Uh, I just wasn't ready for what I saw there. And now it's funny because I feel like more people in the area know about the Asian market finds. And so you just don't find the stuff that you need to find. People, other people come and snag it, but it's a great place for like quail eggs. Um, Vegetables are excellent there. Mushrooms are excellent there. Seafood is excellent there. And everything is such high quality and fresh. And so I do love going going there. And it's to, for me, it's a great place to go if I'm in between something, I forgot to thaw something out. I'll run by the Asian market and the dogs will just get raw meaty bones for dinner and then whatever I happen to have. I'm going to have to check it out. I also went to the outlet grocery store. I got canned sardines and tomato sauce and canned pink salmon and... I mean, even though I know people have an um, an issue with canned food because of the sodium, I, I'm not concerned about it because it's not something that they eat on a daily basis. But it was nice to have those because I like to have those on hand for those days when I forget to thaw. So that was fun. And also, again, back to this course. You start learning things about you start you every segment. I'm like, do my dogs get enough vitamin D in their diet? Do I need to supplement that? And are they getting enough vitamin E in their diet? What are the symptoms of a low? You know, and so I just it's nice to have all the variety in the house. It's I it's so much fun. It's I love. I'm so glad I'm taking this thing. I hope I hope to finish it because by the end of the month, because next month I'm going to Super Zoo. Yeah. And um I I want to arrive at SuperZoo clearly certified and I want to have the little graphic on my website and um a few people have asked me what I plan to do with it and it's completely just for knowledge and clout. That's all <laughs> it's for. <laughs> I mean, I'm not int- I I do not want to offer meal formulation services. But I do plan on keeping my animal diet formulator software. Um, I'm losing my professional license next year, because it's going up to $800 a year. Oh wow! <laughs> I know. I was thinking about reaching out to Dr. Barbara Royal to see if I could possibly convince her to allow me to keep it because that's <laughs> what I have. I got it in beta, but um, I'll have to probably downgrade to the individual package, which is two hundred fifty dollars a year. And for me, I think it's worth it because I. It's kind of fun to. It'll be fun after I take this course to use the software. I I want to be able to look at the software because now. Instead of guessing on how to balance, I'll know, right? You know that type of thing, and so I just, I just think it's a lot of fun. And so I just actually uploaded a video. It probably went live tonight because uh, the animal diet formulator software they made a lot of changes this year, and I think it's more user friendly. It looks nicer, you know. Not that it looked bad before, but it just. It's just a really – they've made a lot of great changes. And in the professional one, which is why I want to keep it, is they have the option for cooking. So you can balance a cook diet. And then also they have weight loss. So if you have a dog that needs to lose weight, you can formulate in a way and it tells you what to do and how to feed so that you're promoting more weight loss. So that's nice as well.
1: Oh, so I saw – uh, Green Juju has a big announcement coming out later this week. Do you have any
0: hints about what this one is? Not a one. And I wonder <laughs> what it can be. I wonder if it's jerky. I, I, I add, I had some requests for them <laughs> and I'm sure Kelly really appreciates what I get on my, like, I needs these things. So she's, Cause she's so nice. Cause it'll be like, we'll be talking about something else and I'll completely change the subject to what I want them to sell. <laughs> And she's like, "Oh, well, that's interesting." And so I, I asked for jerky, um, because I thought, you know, bison jerky, beef jerky, pork, rabbit, um, salmon. All I asked for jerky, and I asked for a base mix. Mm. And I thought it would be cool if they came out with a base mix. That would definitely be cool. Mm-hmm. But I'm curious because this is something that I. Just I was thinking about earlier today that no one really has. I think Steve's Real Food had it for, I don't know if they still do, but they had it for years ago, but no one has any egg products. Answers did. Answers had these, the fermented eggs. Mm. I don't know if they still do. And Steve's Real Food had freeze dried eggs years ago. And I think they, they have, have eggs over easy. It's like a topper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they have that. Yeah. And so, but no one has any egg products. And I thought that that was interesting. And I was wondering, like, if the next thing that's coming is an egg product or even a cheese product, because the only person that offers cheese is Solutions. It used to be Answers, and then it was Cure, and now Solutions has cheese. But they're the only cheese I know. Yeah, I got to pick another one of those up, because Nino really likes his cheesy bites. (gasps) Maybe they'll come out with a fish broth. Da-dum.
1: oh i ordered some fish broth from bj's raw food oh, yeah. um, and some of their goat milk and they were out of the colostrum i was so bummed <laughs> i was
0: gonna oh, order colostrum. that's another thing i'm so jealous of i want some fresh colostrum i need to look around and see who has it
1: so i had to laugh so you know of course when i got the shipment it was in this big you know cooler box that had like the dry ice and everything so it was like this huge box well that same week i i had a I well just the other day I went to a bridal shower for my cousin's fiance and so I had ordered them gifts for the shower and so I had like this big pots and pans set and like this other big like thing and so like literally every day that week when Tim came home there was like some ginormous <laughs> box waiting and he's like oh my god like what are you doing <laughs> he's like what are you ordering now and i how do i even get rid of this <laughs> That reminds
0: me, there is a thing, a meme on social media where this woman shared or shared, saved all of her Amazon boxes. And then one day she just, she boxed them up and just put them all outside the house, like on the porch and stuff and just stacked them all when her husband came home. He just lost it. Like, what did you do? (laughs) I mean, not a meme, but I think there's a video somewhere of that. And I just remember seeing that, like, oh, my gosh. It, it reminds me of the other one, which is not the same at all. But the w- woman who photoshopped a uh, a coyote onto her sofa and and told her husband, "There is his lost dog outside, and I brought it in the house." The dog and and there's. and I don't know if that's real or not but it it made me laugh so hard so I love it when it comes around again because it's so funny
1: I saw one that had like a coyote like curled off on a bus seat and it was like oh my god why is there a coyote on a bus and it said what do you want him to do he can't drive Karen (laughs) (laughs) and i shared that to tim like tim was like we're in bed and he was like trying to fall asleep and i'm you know like look at this
0: (laughs) and i don't know this is like completely off topic but do you hear about the lady that lost it on an airplane and demanded that she be let let off the airplane no i was in i think in texas (laughs) and what's funny is like so when i'm walking I, I spend my walks. So I, I go down rabbit holes. My current rabbit hole is Bigfoot and there's, oh, okay. and there's a channel on YouTube called What Lies Beneath. And this guy just reads Bigfoot stories and he has three hour videos, four hour videos and eight hour videos. Oh my God. And so I will just sit there walking, listening to Bigfoot stories. And I love it. And then I like to hear stories about Nephilim, which I just learned that Nephilim are the fallen angels who had babies with human women.
1: Yes, yes. I I knew that from, uh, what's that show? Lucifer. Did you remember? Lucifer?
0: I did, and I missed that, and I just I completely. So I listened to like an hour and a half video that that was when I was on my walk this morning about that and tying it to the Bible and stuff. So I'm like, I am loving these twenty thousand steps a day because I am learning so many things, and I'm I feel like a kid because I used to go and sit in libraries and in that section of the library with where it was mythological stuff, and I love those books, and so I'm right back there and I'm loving it, but. As I'm reading and it, it's like the next video was what happened to this, the real story about what happened to this woman on the plane. And I'm like, oh, I saw something about this woman. I saw a video where she was like, um, <clears throat> people were saying that she saw a lizard person on the plane and she was just sort of like, um, you're not real. And she was, and you guys can stay on this plane and be with them, but I am not going to still let me off this plane right now because you guys are all going to die. And it's just craziness. But it turns out that the whole thing with like lizard people, like people who were on the plane are now coming out and going, yeah, that's no, what happened was she had been drinking before she got on the plane. So she was already tipsy. One person says that she was also taking medication. So they think that, you know, the combination of the two just pushed her over the edge. And she was listening with her earbuds and she says that a passenger took one of her what is it? AirPods. Mm-hmm. So she was she was accusing a, the her person sitting next to her for from stealing her AirPods, and he's like, I didn't take your AirPods. And someone that he was flying with, who's an attorney, was just like, he didn't take your AirPods. And so they were like talking to her and and just sort of saying, Hey, this isn't what happened. And she just kind of lost it. And the flight attendant came over to try and calm her down and was just like, no one took your pods And so she was upset because the flight attendant took the other person's side. And so she was like, are you for real right now? And so that's what she was meaning. Like, you're not real. Like, it was just sort of like, it wasn't about, someone but there's this guy who wasn't on the plane at all. Who did a TikTok, and this is the dangers of social media, folks. (laughs) He did a TikTok where he was like, I was on the plane. And the crazy thing is the guy that she was yelling at, he was wearing this hood and he turned and looked at me and he winked. And at the time I didn't think anything of it. And I just figured, you know, he was just winking like, can you believe this happened? But now I realize when he winked, his eye didn't go up and down. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm just thinking, oh, yeah. like, what? And it's like, and this guy, it, that's Vandiba. And I'm just like, this is so dangerous. This is like, this is what people do. And oh, it's yeah. like, and oh, and, and that's what got it started was that I saw a headline that lady that loses it on an airplane has gone missing and no one can find her. So everyone's like, because she identified a lizard person. And, <laughs> I, her. and I was just like, stop it. This is not news. This should not be a headline.
1: (laughs) Oh my goodness. I miss a lot of stuff on the internet, apparently.
0: (laughs) See, this is what happens when you walk 20,000 steps a day. You come and you're listening to Bigfoot stories. (laughs) YouTube is like, oh, I got got you. I got you. I know what you wanted to listen to. (laughs)
1: <laughs> uh, we well, we haven't done a TV talk in a while, so I just have to recommend the show called Platonic on Apple TV.
0: Oh, damn it! I really need to sign up. I need to turn on my Apple TV. I have cool. a list of TV shows to watch because of people like you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That was like one of my binges over uh, Fourth of July weekend. So I, there's like two, I think there's one or two episodes left. So I'm like almost all caught up. And it's very funny. It's like this kind of like uptight married woman with children. And she like reconnects with like her best friend from college. who's Seth Rogen. And he's, you know, like a little bit like burnout that like runs a brewery and so hilarity ensues and like in every episode there's something where I'm like oh my god (laughs) and it actually there's actually elements of it of their friendship that reminds me of a friendship that I have uh, with a friend and so I I keep asking him if he's watched it yet (laughs) because there's totally like elements of this where it's like a
0: little bit of our like dynamic or whatever yeah, I start, what I'm watching right now is I went back and started watching *Fringe*. Fringe, F R I N G E. Oh, Tim and I used to love that show. Yeah, I know. I forgot about it, and it's on HBO Max. And so I started watching it again, and oh, my God, I love it so much. Yeah, I love it so much. Show, I want to right? buy the series. Is it on Amazon Prime Day? That's <laughs> <a shame. laughs> because, Ooh, what else do we watch? But it's so good, and so I'm in the second season right now. Oh, we're also watching The Bear
1: on Hulu. The second season is out. And then we also, oh, Reaches Gemstones came back.
0: I saw that, but I haven't watched. Is it good?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Those have been our, uh, <laughs>
0: our uh, binge shows lately. I started watching, um, <laughs> um, what is it, season two of And Just Like That. And- oh, that's, yeah, the follow-up for Sex and the City. Yeah. And I just, it came, so I started watching it out of curiosity. And I feel that the writers took notes from the critics of season <laughs> one. Because they've toned down a lot of things that were people had issues with, with season one. The, the cringe of season one has been toned down greatly. There's still some cringe, some uncomfortableness happening you know like uh, but um yeah I was I was in the latest episode this this last week's episode um Steve came back um Miranda's husband so I was like oh I thought that they would just you know since she um she wanted a divorce I figured he'd be gone but no he's he's on he's on this season and so
1: All right. or I, was the episode.
0: I, I know I love Steve so but yeah it's, it's one of those where it's, um it's not, it's not a good show. <laughs> it's not a good, you know, Sex and the City. I just don't think you can, like, if they try to bring back Friends, I don't think that they would be able to capture what we love. Cause I went back and started and just watching the first few episodes of Friends and fell right into it. I mean, it's just like, it's sweet, but I don't think you can bring all those actors back and even say, okay, we're older now. We're all, in a, you know, we're in the suburbs and stuff, it just wouldn't be the same, you know, and, and I feel that they did this. There was one episode where one character, her entire storyline was the fact that someone stole her Birkin bag and she was hoping that they stole her wallet and just threw the Birkin bag aside. And so she was just like had her driver driving around the block and she's just looking out windows to see if she could see her Birkin bag. And a few days later, she happened to bend over to pick up something or do something and she saw it laying under a bush. And so she pulled it out and was all happy. And, and I was just like, when not you read, relatable. <laughs> when you read the script for this were you like, is this all I'm doing? <laughs> just, but yeah, it was like not relatable at all. I don't even think I've seen a Birkin bag in real life. And the mm-hmm. only reason why I know of a Birkin bag is because of an episode of Sex in the City with Samantha and Lucy Lou. Yeah. I mean, I mean, and, and back then it was, it was, it was like, I don't know. It was just, it was fun and fancy and stuff, but, but, um, I still i I can't stop watching it,
1: I mean there's first world
0: problems, and then there's first world problems I mean, they live in a world where like nothing is happening like, like this is a, an alter universe because they have no problems whatsoever yeah. except for yeah Definitely. but yeah, so yeah, yeah, I
1: heard problems. an interview with Sarah Jessica Parker a couple of weeks ago, and I was. You know, I was just feeling so nostalgic and I just liked hearing her. And I'm like, maybe I need to give it another go, but I haven't yet.
0: (laughs) To be perfectly honest, you're not missing anything. (laughs) I mean, they really tone. It's funny because they tone down all of the, you know, I hate to call it woke because people use that they've overused that term but this whole like look at us we're so with it today and this is you know we're going to cover everyone and and they tone that way down which I appreciate so now we get to know the characters a little more um the character I don't know the name because I'm terrible but Callie Torres from Grey's Anatomy (laughs) right 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 um this season that character is my favorite so far. Oh, okay. Because that character is like I like, I mean like I teared up in one scene. And it was just like wow. And there's another character, like is that Miranda's partner? Yeah. There's partner? all these side characters that are that's Bella <laughs> drinking water. Drinking water. <laughs> <laughs> but there's these side characters that are having like really cool stories, but then they go away from them because they're the side and that is Rodrigo because he's about to lay down, but he needs to dig first and he's underneath me. No, that wasn't Rodrigo. That's Apollo. And now Bella is chewing on his face. So yay, my life. But yeah, all the side characters have these really cool stories besides the Birkenbag one, but they're not, like we're only getting little tidbits because they're focusing on the main characters who have no story whatsoever. I think Carrie had a really nice story because she was doing an audio book in which she talked about Big's death and, and she couldn't get through the scene. And so she faked COVID. (laughs) <laughs> so she didn't have to do it and she was like i guess you guys got to get an actor to do it and they were like no no we'll wait and so she faked covid and then people started bringing her stuff and it was just like to me that was relatable that's funny <laughs> and that was funny but um for the most part the main characters don't have like charlotte doesn't even need to be on the show anymore does I mean, her poor face move yet I know it's, it's better this season. I don't know what happened. I feel like maybe she had a bad reaction to something and now it's like worked its way through, but she's, her face is still a little still. I mean, like she is a beautiful woman. She does not need
1: to do that to herself. And she was always one of my favorite characters. And I really could not get past the fact that her face didn't move. And I,
0: yes. And it what so sucks about it is that, I could not imagine living in a world where I felt such pressure, like, you know, like I gained, I lost 16 pounds last year and was so proud of myself. And then I promptly gained it back plus some, and now I'm losing it again. And that's the end of it. I mean, but I don't feel guilt or I'm, I'm not tempted to, to do any type of over-the-top procedure or take special drugs or go get, what is it, ozempic.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I keep seeing I'm like, I wish I could like, filter my news headlines to hide anything that had that in it. Like, Like, that's like all these headlines. I'm like, what are you trying to tell me? (laughs) I
0: mean, I just I, I mean, I cannot. I don't know what it must be like. Because then, of course, if you go on TV, like, what is his name? He was from the high school musical shows. That handsome guy actor. (laughs) Because I don't know anyone's
1: names. Is that Zac
0: Efron? Yes. Okay. No, That's the that, only person I know from that. <laughs> I think he got into some type of accident. Oh. And so his face looks a little different because he had to have facial reconstruction. I think maybe his jaw or something. And, of course, people were like, oh, my God, I can't believe he had plastic surgery and he's young. And these Hollywood stars, you know, no one really knew what happened. Of course, if he comes out and says, no, I got an accident, people are going to be like liar. We know you Hollywood people. And there she drinking water again. But I just I love my life. I just I love the ordinariness of my life. I'm glad that I can just sit on my sofa and look at TV and go, huh, her face looks different and just go about my life rather than having to be the person on the screen. And, um, uh, but yeah, I don't like Charlotte. (laughs) (laughs) I loved Charlotte. She was my favorite too. Well, Carrie was my favorite. Charlotte was my second favorite. Then, um, Samantha, then Miranda. And I liked Miranda when she had a baby, once she had a baby, I don't know. I just really loved Miranda as a mom, but anyway, um, Charlotte in and, and just like that, no. Is no. she still
1: with Harry? Yep. Yeah.
0: Okay. And they do their storylines are those their storylines are uncomfortable to me because it's just sort of like I don't need to that's personal. <laughs> I, don't, you know. I mean it's fiction, but you I, know <laughs> I don't exactly. I don't I don't wanna I don't want. I don't like this storyline. I <laughs> want. I feel like there should be a, a pop up. You know how they have the pop up where it goes skip intro or skip <laughs> that? I want to do a pop up. Skip this. Let's. I just. I don't need to know that about what's going on. <laughs> I was like, this is not. But the, on the flip side, there's some funny stuff too with the two of them, because um, I they're the comedians of the show. So they're. I mean, they're just so cute too. So <laughs> I just go back and forth. So they did a good job, in and, and my humble opinion. Because I think we had, I think I did a rant last year. about Yeah, how yeah. It was. And I had tried to watch it and I was like, I couldn't, I got through like <laughs> five minutes and turned it off. Yeah. And it's, it's better. And I think it was so bad last year that, you know, it was all, all they could do is go up. And they did. I mean, I think you know, it's it's interesting, and I I watch it, and I'm interested. Like there there's a cute episode where all the kids went to summer camp. All the rich kids went to summer camp. I just I love these rich people shows. <laughs> Because it's like, does this really happen? But when the buses all drove off, all the parents went, yay! <laughs> and it reminded me, I think it was like an episode of Simpsons when that happened. Where they did that. But I just thought that was so funny. So, I mean, I, I'm i am watching it every Thursday. All I'm right. sitting down, turning it on. So, <laughs> it got me.
1: Oh, I got one more dog thing. Okay. We just ordered a new Crate. Pad for Nino from Big Barker. Yay! So it's my first Big Barker purchase, and if he likes that, then I think we're going to go and order one of the beds too.
0: And now I'm looking on here. Is there a Big Barker on Prime Day? Probably not. But probably not. (laughs) (laughs) I remember one year on Prime Day there was um the full season of Tudors. No, Big Barker is not on Prime Day. Just. For anyone who's curious, even though you'll be listening to it after the end of Prime Day, it is not on there. So that's fine. Well, cool. What
1: color did you get? Um, I think it's just like khaki colored or something.
0: Mm -hmm. That's what we have.
1: We kind of wrap it in like a blanket for him anyway. And then we put other blankets in there and say, I didn't really care about the color. I think I just picked the one that was in stock. (laughs) But I'd probably get that for the living room too because it would match the living room.
0: Yeah, I have. I like the gray ones. So, um, yeah, I think that one was out of stock. Yeah, yeah. I like, we have a gray one, and then we have two khaki ones, and then one gray one. And I w- I was going to get covers, gray covers, and change them, but the covers are pretty spindy. So yeah, like, I'm fine. I'm I'm fine. I'm fine. You know, the dogs don't care. <laughs> oh well all
1: right it was great talking to you yes you too i'm glad to see you
0: (laughs) until next time guys see you later